When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com here before we get to today's episode i just wanted to say that if you head over to our patreon patreon.com forward slash the cinema where you'll find dozens and dozens of retro movie reviews and tv reviews uh, for the whole month of december any new subscribers we get we're donating 100 percent of their money to care for calais they're a wonderful charity they're volunteer run and they work with refugees in the uk france and belgium um, so head over to patreon.com forward slash the cinema subscribe for one two or three pounds a month and 100% of your money in December will go to Care for Calais and you'll get access to dozens of TV and movie reviews and I just wanted to say a quick shout out to some of our later subscribers we have Chris Green, Martin Murphy, Jordan, HJG, Hig and David McLean thanks so much guys for subscribing and all of your money has gone straight to care for Kelly now enjoy us talking about Spider-Man hi it's Dave here this is my wife Kathy hello this is the Cinemile the podcast where we walk home from the movies and we're walking to a movie today called Spider-Man No Way Home a movie and Dave has avoided the trailer for for a hundred years yeah you saw the trailer I have gone I've gone to such great lengths to make sure that I was not Spoiled by these trailers, or I don't even—I don't want to know anything. I don't want to see. A, I haven't seen a second of footage from this movie to the point where I, uh, <laughs> closing, closing my eyes and putting my fingers in my ears um, when we went to like Dune and things like that, where this trailer was popping up. And we're going um, um, today, the day it actually comes out. Like, yeah, because I evening. guarantee you. Twitter is going to be filled with spoilers. I mean, I think I, it's, we're also going to an early evening screening, so like we're even getting in ahead of like peak time in case of spoilers. Yeah. But I think, I feel like it's already been spoiled for me because I've just seen so much speculation about it on Twitter to the point where like when you read that much speculation, inevitably someone will have speculated the correct thing. Well, let's talk a little bit. It's not spoilers to talk about the speculation, right? One thing that has been speculated on wildly. Um, about, oh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, just broke our umbrella, I think. There we go. <laughs> Fixed it. Um, one thing which has been speculated upon wildly is... Um, so the, the, it, it's, look, this is not a spoiler to say that uh, Alfred Molina 
and uh, Willem Dafoe are returning as the uh, and Jamie Foxx as the villains they played in other Spider-Man universes. Um, that's on the posters. It's been you know they're doing the junket tours. So uh, you know that that doesn't feel like a spoiler. That's, that's well aware. So people are speculating that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire might be in this movie as well to the point where poor Andrew Garfield but I just presume they are in the movie because why wouldn't they be like like we've all seen well we have us who've seen amazing what's it what's that brilliant Spider-Man cartoon? into the Spider-Verse yeah like well the thing they, is we know like we know they're going to be in it seems it's just fun that they've probably disguised it seems it. likely my hunch is it'll be a little cameo right You'd, it'd probably be like a stinger after the credits kind of thing or something like that I just hope um, I enjoy it because like I actually, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, like, in its heyday, was as much as I was never a comic book person and would never have watched all these movies if I wasn't now married days, like, me and my girlfriends went to that movie. It was a really big deal. Yeah. I and wa- it was like, do you fancy Tobey Maguire or James Franco? It was, like, oh a God. thing. That's the thing that... Yeah. Um, is it slim pickings? I was Tobey Maguire, uh, Team Tobey. Um, yeah. But, anyway... It was a like it was a cultural phenomenon like when we were teenagers that first lot of them. And by the way, that movie holds up. I watched it last week. Caught it on TV half an hour in. Stayed with it till the end. Spider Man Two. I haven't watched any of them. And then we watched. We've we've watched. I've watched most of them. Dave's watched all of them. But like the la the the new iteration of Spider Man's like with Tom Holland. Okay, I liked when they cast him because he was like kind of actually looked like a teenager and not a thirty year old man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And to an extent, in the Avengers, I like that he's kind of a lot younger than them, and like feels a bit fresher. And then, but then the movie, the last Spider-Man, and I liked the first Spider-Man movie we saw with him, which I think we did see with Scro- Scroobius Pip. Yes. Yeah, we really enjoyed that, and we loved obviously having um, Pip as a guest for that. But then the second one, I thought was like was terrible. Like I was really down on that second Spider-Man Homecoming, and I felt like. It was a movie that shouldn't have been made. Far From Home was the name. Sorry, Far From Home. I felt like it didn't fit in the Marvel timeline after Endgame, which was so powerful. It just felt like an afterthought and like a bit embarrassing that they would have brought it out so quickly after Endgame when like I think a moment's pause and a break after Endgame would have been more powerful than releasing that movie. I completely agree with you. So that kind of turns me off this movie now. That's what we both said at the time and I stand by that. However, I have since re-watched Spider-Man Far From Home and, and I really appreciated it the second time as a movie for what it is. And I think there's a lot of great stuff in there. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is brilliant as Mysterio. Oh, I there's a lot that. of there's yeah. a lot of fun to be had in that movie. But I, I completely my my reaction, and that's what you get with with our podcast is our instant reaction coming out of the, the, the cinema. And I did feel clearly like it felt like a come down after Avengers. Like it came out like a cup a month or a couple of months after Avengers Endgame. And it just felt like it was so boring. felt like two things. I felt I felt like this felt like a, a, a blip, a punctuation after that, a blip. That was an accident. Um, um, after that huge epic event, and I totally agree, they should have let, left a bit more breathing room because I, I think we were just fatigued. At that stage, I felt fatigued. Well, I, I was also felt like, like Endgame was ugh. really powerful. Yeah, and like something really powerful, you it deserves the beat afterwards. Yeah, instead of right, what's next? Phase <laughs> four, let's go, so yeah, let's I think go. I'm- a dip for, for anyone who doesn't know, which would be all of you. Um, Spider-Man's like Jay's favourite superhero and he has now become yep. our four-year-old's favourite superhero. It's very sweet. Our four-year-old's just started watching that new... Um it basically... It's, it's called Spidey and His Amazing Friends and it's on Disney Plus and it's basically 
PJ Masks but Spider-Man <laughs> right they literally yeah. clearly and I think also owned by Disney so you just can't escape it they yeah. were like how do we do this again yeah they basically cause, but cause, it's also Spider-Verse mixed with Paw Patrol yeah. mixed with PJ Masks it's, it's basically <laughs> like Peter Parker Miles Morales and, uh, and Spider-Gwen if they were all friends as kids and have powers and they'd basically anyway, like anyway we're have rabbiting on for way too long. Oh yeah, my let's point, go watch this movie. My point I'm was excited that Dave, for this movie. Spider-Man's David Superhero, Dave's favorite superhero. So Dave's really pumped. I'm really excited. But I'm like highly skeptical after the absolute state that um, the last movie yeah. was. So you get a, a, a dearth of opinions here. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the other side. Spider-Man, no way home. Hopefully, we'll find our way home. Am I right? Dad jokes? Anyone? Is this thing on? I refuse to. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. Like, how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Stephen. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. Bless you. Oh, God, are you recording? I recorded that. <laughs> now you can all know what Kathy sneezes. You her, can all her, catch my cold through podcast. Her dainty little sneezes. <laughs> I hope you are all distanced enough from your headphones from that. Uh, so we've, we're out. We've seen uh, Spider-Man... No way home. This is not our instant reaction, I'm afraid, because when we got out, we had to go home to our kids uh, to put them to bed because the movie was longer than we thought. Yeah. And we mistimed it. And we, and we waited to... for the end credits, which are not worth waiting for. You, let's they're, tell you ne- that. They're, ne- they're never worth it from your point of view, so let's just say that. Um, but uh, so, so if, if a couple days have passed, so we're sorry. We usually do, if you, this, if you are new to the cinema, you usually do get our instant reaction when we come out of the movies here, not this time. And the other thing to note is uh, we won't spoil this movie yet until we turn to Spoiler Street. Unlike the, the bloody internet, <laughs> which, you know, I, and I'm so glad we saw this on opening night because a few days have passed and bloody hell, people are inconsiderate. Yeah, I mean, everyone's spoiled. It's like, it, come on, it came out on a Wednesday. Like, that's very early on in the week. At to least be leave spoilers. people, like, till Sunday. Or just maybe don't post spoilers at all, you inconsiderate Yeah, but the dicks. problem is with this movie, and we'll, we'll talk, let's talk about it in the sport history, so there's some things that are very hard not to reveal. Yeah, of course. But I've seen but like, bad tweet it's not etiquette. Hard. It's not hard not to reveal these things. You but just it, be silent or talk around these things. No, there's an etiquette on Twitter yeah. where people should write, like, I'm going to do a spoiler now in the next comment in yeah, the thread. At the but very I've least. seen people saying... I'm going to spoil it now and then the next paragraph in the same tweet to spoil it's like our yeah, eyes are faster than our fingers that's like, yes, man yeah that's not right anyway so anyway some huge stuff happens you've, you've no doubt you've all seen it by now anyway you yeah, wouldn't be listening so to this. With this but we'll do a quick non-spoiler 
section here with our thoughts and whether or not we recommend it to uh, to those of you who haven't watched it. So let's start with you, Kathy. So Kathy, you were disappointed with Far From Home. How are you from No Way From Home? First of all, I am outraged that the titles of the movies are so similar. It's very silly. Um, oh, it's getting silly now. <laughs> now, I wish they'd just nip this in the bud and just get rid of the home thing, right? We nip it in the bud. I know, I always say butt by mistake. Um, anyway... I always I, thought, I thought it was butt for a long time until, until I think you I corrected you, me. Yeah. Um, I think that I really enjoyed this movie in the cinema. You think um, that you really enjoyed it? I'm gathering my thoughts. I really enjoyed it. If you'd actually You've had two me, days to gather your thoughts. If you'd caught me a few days ago, I probably would have been more enthusiastic about it because I've, I've kind of dwelt on it a bit more. Yeah, coming out of it, you and I were really pumped. I was really pumped. I Like I say, like I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, um, we went to an early evening screening so we had so much fun and again I've seen people complaining about different opinions of this well, on Twitter right? but our audience had loads of fun with it and it was fun to be in a cinema with, with an kids. audience who's having fun and we kind of got that experience that you don't get in uh, we're in Ireland now um, uh, shout out to uh, to the Gate Cinema in Mallow yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we saw it and we um we we in Ireland and it's the same in the UK where we live don't get that that sort of what you see in an American cinema and we've been to a couple of American screenings but that the, the where the audience is just like leaping out of their chair and there's videos going around of this movie American audiences this movie just like wildly screaming and jumping in the air like they're at a concert but our and audience did that and we loved it they did it, it yeah and, and it was kind of I got a little chill it was kind of exciting to hear like teenage girls screaming their heads re- off like four or five times in this and movie and I've seen people complaining about it on Twitter but I, I enjoyed it I don't begrudge people their joy in the cinema what I yeah, particularly loved is nice. because we're in Cork three different times we heard someone going would you shut the fuck up shut the fuck up boy <laughs> uh, so we really enjoyed that as well which you'd yes, never get te- in because teenagers do also talk at most you get in an English cinema is some displeased coughing touching and some tutting. Um, so Shut no, the I, fuck up down there! I had a load of fun with it. I actually like properly enjoyed it. And um, we're not going to talk for very long at all before we get spoilers because there's effectively no point in talking about this movie without spoilers. Yeah. Um, but no, I genuinely had a lot of fun with it. Um, I have like of all of his three movies. In that sense, I thought it was the most fun. But I don't think it's as good as the first one, and I certainly don't think it's a patch on the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. You don't think so? Um, I think they're very different. They're very different. But I, what I think about this movie is, and we obviously already mentioned that, like it's um, trailed that villains from other movies in Spider-Verse are in this. And I would say like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse ran so this movie could like hobble. Oh, you stole my line. Really? I was going to say that. Really? I was literally going to say Into the Spider-Verse ran so this movie could walk. Oh, That's I said what hobble. I, that, well, you, you went a little further. <laughs> I think this movie is walking. Uh, you think it's hobbling? No, I don't. That's a harsh. I was just clearly on better lines than you, and yeah. we spent too much time together. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, anyway, I've been, work- I've been working on that for days. The problem that is- was my re- that was my one review zinger I'm when you were going to hang Dave. it, hand it to me. Um, we, any- we think too alike. Uh, anyway, I got in there first. And um, Spider Into the Spider Verse is such a great movie, such a fantastically wonderful, beautiful movie that unfortunately it begs a comparison to yeah. this and this movie therefore ends up feeling quite derivative and unoriginal and, but also if, if, even if it had been the other way around that, it's just a fact if you ask me that Into the Spider-Verse is <laughs> ten times the movie this is it's untouchable it's, exactly it's actually 
I've, I've realised in the three years since it was released, it is now my the, my favourite movie in the world ever. Wow, okay. Into the Spider-Verse. I love it to bits. But anyway, and, that's my thoughts on this movie. And unfortunately, yeah, home, this is thoughts? living in its shadow. Um, well, you stole all the good lines, but I'll say... <laughs> I'll say... Wait, I, sorry, my lines weren't that good. Like, if that's all you had, I'm sorry. That's all I had. I got nothing now. <laughs> this has been the cinema. <laughs> um, what I'll say is that... Um, it sat like I, I had a great time. I thought this was really awesome. It was an amazing cinematic experience with a fun. It was like it was. Re, we had a really fun audience. I had a brilliant time. I also there's, in Ireland in the cinema <clears throat> they don't fill it to capacity and people wear masks. Lovely. Yeah, how it should be done. Um, I I really liked this movie. I think the cast is really uh, as charismatic as ever. I think Tom Holland is great. Um, I thought all the all the villains coming back was handled really fun, well. It was yeah. a real pleasure to William see Defoe, them all. Oh my god, he's incredible. Um, Willem Dafoe steals the show, um, but Alfred Molina was great as well, and Jamie Fox. Like they, I feel like this feels like a love letter to, the, like Into the Spider Verse was a love letter to Spider Man in general, and just was this amazing whip smart like. Um, like funny, emotional, like uh, it, it was doing stuff we've never seen before. I don't feel like this movie doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like this amazing, like like wow, what did I just see? I've never seen a movie like that before. No, but I think like, if you hadn't seen Into the Spider Verse, this movie would be a lot cooler. Maybe, but but what this movie this movie because it is an MCU movie and it's a Spider Man movie, it feels like it's familiar it feel, this feels like a greatest hits movie it feels like and that means it's incredibly derivative it, it yeah it's it's somewhat derivative and lack perhaps lacking in originality however i, I, I don't care well, i mean we still had loads of fun and i had Spider-Man so much movie. fun and and really this is like um you know it, fan service gets used as a dirty word sometimes but i don't think that should be a dirty word i think pandering to fans is perhaps a dirty way to say that but th- this is fan service this movie to me and there is nothing wrong with that because I am a fan and I ate ev- every spoon of it and I loved it and I loved all it feels like a love letter to the to all the other Spider-Man s- movies this feels like a um, it feels like a, a sort of a, an epilogue to some of those movies some of them got a second life it on kind this of went movie, some way to really make worked. the Andrew. It kind of made the Andrew Garfield movies, the amazing Spider-Man movies, seem re- better in retrospect. Yes, exactly. It, it does so many callbacks and so well. And 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 I thought thematically, this movie had a bit more about it than the previous two two Tom Holland ones, which I liked. Um, but overall, is it like is it an amazing, incredible, brilliant, groundbreaking movie? No, is it a really, really fun MCU movie and a brilliant love letter to the uh, Spider-Man at the cinema? Yes, and I had a brilliant time and I really loved it. So let's go into spoilers, will we? Yeah, spoilers. Right. So spoilers I now. Think everyone's spoiled by now. Anyway. For Spider-Man No Way Home, if you've been on Twitter, then you already know. And to um, be honest, the marketing's probably been adapted at this point. May, I mean, I it's only going to be so long. Now, but guys, again, spoiler, giving you five seconds Five warning. seconds. Take out Take your, your earphones. earphones now if you don't know and don't want to know yet what happened in Spider-Man No Way Home. So here's the thing. Here's the thing that bothers me, right? Like, the, the, obviously the big thing is 
that like yeah Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this but like there's people taking pictures at the cinema of the three of them on screen and tweeting it and just like being like oh my god this is amazing but it's, it's like just we like, all knew why like- do you we all knew they were coming. Like, well, here's there the thing. Was no we question. Sa- we said at the top, yeah, we kind of suspect. Nobody was surprised, right? What I was, what I enjoyed and what was the surprise for me is how how they did much it. they were in it. But no, this, how they did oh, it. How like, they did it. Like, yeah. I think, and that was the reaction in our screen. Like, when Andrew Garfield first walks through that, oh, it's thing, brilliant. It's, which was awesome, it was especially because brilliant. it was like the friend had been saying he thought he was magic. That was kind of made a joke of. He suddenly made the thing, which was amazing, and then suddenly Andrew and then, Garfield but, walks but through. But you know what? I love that. Do you know what was so exciting for me? This is like there's few moments in the cinema where you get like tingles right and I, you get it when like you got spidey Captain tingles. America spidey tingles, yeah, Captain America picked up Mjolnir that kind of thing I never got I, one for Captain America well fine but like I did but like the um, but the that moment where like the portal opens and you just see the Spider-Man costume at the end of an alley and he turns and there's there's he's like really tall I'll never skinny. forget that and he's coming towards the camera and I'm thinking oh, oh my god oh my god and I grabbed your arm and said that, I think that might be Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and it, and when it, and our audience went, and it was wild. just so exciting. It yeah. was like, and we'd had we'd had an earlier little beat of excitement, which you missed, by the way, because you went to the toilet um, when Daredevil showed up as um, as uh, Peter Parker's lawyer. Something else which had been spoiled slash rumored on the internet. Like there was nothing in this movie that wasn't that hadn't been it, yeah. signposted or now, can I just, spoiled um, by the for internet. The tape? I yeah. didn't go out to the toilet. I went out because Dave couldn't miss a moment oh, of it. Oh, sorry. To no, ask them to turn the, the volume off. was up. bad. No, yeah. thank you. You were a real martyr for that. <laughs> but anyway, there was another little cheer when Matt, um, Charlie Cox from the Netflix shows uh, on Daredevil showed up. Um, and the audience went wild for that. But this one with Andrew Garfield was just and insane. And I love that whole... These are the, the scenes that gave me so much joy because you can tell that they're the scenes that obviously they put the most effort into because they really mattered. Them just hanging out? Them... The, their introductions like when Andrew Garfield arrives and he ends up like climbing around the granny ceiling and oh, like there was a lot of fun that there. was just that was when I was like this is the joyous the granny character like Marvel the show. does humour so well yeah. and it's what we did miss in the last Eternal movie and to an extent this Shang-Chi movie like the this the, the, I loved that and then I loved when Andrew when Tobey Maguire showed up I love how they did that I loved every scene with the three of them it was a and they joy. did just enough like it wasn't just a cameo like you said because I think that would have been a waste they did loads but like they still leave you wanting more I love how they all were like I won't except I love that the other two hadn't heard of the Avengers so they're like I'm, I only ever work solo and then Tom Holland was able to bring something to the equation because he was the youngest and least experienced in a lot of senses he had a lot to learn from them but then he said well I've actually worked as a team and then he kind of taught them how to work as a team. Yeah, and then I love because I really remember The Amazing Spider-Man 2 because we watched it in the cinema on our honeymoon, which is so tragic of us. But um, <laughs> I remember vividly that in sequence. In Thailand. And we stood Andrew, for the national anthem. <laughs> that sequence of Andrew Garfield and um, Emma, Emma Stone. Stone falling. And like, I, yeah. even I recognise the visual reference to that happening again this time, but with Zendaya oh and he saves her. Uh, that that was, was amazing. For me, that was another one of those moments where yeah. I was like... I never expected that was a surprise in this movie for me I loved that I never expected that moment in Amazing Spider-Man 2 which that was a franchise that I think unfairly has been scorned and burned by the general consensus is it should die they should never have done it Andrew Garfield but Andrew Garfield himself hated it which is part of the problem so he the the film clearly was creatively bankrupt those films they were like oh we need to redo before we run out of our license yes but but, but, it wasn't the new MCU that Tom Holland got to come into but but there was a lot of good in there and I thought Andrew Garfield was an excellent 
Spider-Man and Peter Parker and he got a second chance to come back and he and Pete, Tobey Maguire are having so much fun you yeah, can just tell I love they this. love wearing these costumes and having fun and hanging out but oh, for so me sorry, that moment where, where they paid off um his like guilt and regret yeah. at losing Gwen in, in like I never expected to get that yeah. on cinema again and, and so, I like, never expected that, to remember that scene so on cinema again for me that was the huge <laughs> surprise from this movie was not that they were in it but that they, they did they're so really in it yeah. like I really thought it was just going to be a little joke cameo like what we got with, with Tom Hardy and Venom I thought that's what we were going to get for Tobey Maguire like I honestly thought it would be him it down an alley being like hey where am I and then he disappears but particularly um, because with you always have a sense or I've always had a sense that Andrew um, Garf- Garfield didn't enjoy the experience and I kind of thought they might have gotten him back yeah I think these actors it's, this is a perfect and- way to come back at Spider-Man right because they don't have to do any press junkets because they were kept a secret they get all the exposure with um, well, because everyone's speculating about them without having to do press however, junkets but then yeah. they also don't have to be probably in like a 12 month shoot I'm sure yes. they still did a lot of work, but like I'm sure they got paid a lot of money as well. Yeah, but I was thinking. I, however, I wonder if the, I reckon they got paid more than Tom Holland. I did feel bad, however, for oh, good question. Based that, on nothing, that is interesting. Based on nothing, um, I just try to figure out how much. I do earned. wonder though. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I do. I do feel somewhat bad for Andrew Garfield though, because you say they didn't have to do a press circuit. Um, Andrew Garfield was doing the press circuit for uh, the Lin Manuel Miranda movie, which he stars in, uh, Tick Tick Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, in the weeks preceding this movie and, and was absolutely harassed and <laughs> hounded but the poor man wanted to talk about the movie which he's clearly very proud of and stars in that he's there to talk about yeah but the marketing all department of Tick Tick Boom would have been delighted about it uh, yeah I guess but like all he got asked every time was are you in the Spider-Man movie are you in the Spider-Man movie and he just started saying yes um, sarcastically yeah no I'm definitely in it which made me think Oh, he's just not in it. He's taking the piss. Um, so I think well played by him, first of all. Um, but I remember reading like that there was like a really contentious relationship between him and the studio. Do you know what? This was probably in a piece yes, that was supposed to be like, a tick, tick, boom. And he refused to like leave his room to publicize a movie and like all this kind of stuff. So that's why I love I, I love for him that he's got to come back in this positive experience. Toby McGuire well, is probably having an absolute laugh. He probably got paid millions of dollars to show up here. There's like. a clip with Andrew Garfield. Um, uh, it was on some show. I don't remember the name of it, but it's like actors interviewing actors. And I think it's Emily Blunt interviewing him, right? And they're talking to each other. And he starts going in on um, Hollywood and its it, and blockbusters and commercialization and how they can how soulless they are and how they can destroy a young actor coming in. And she basically tries to change the subject to save his career. But he was <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I mean, Spider Man. Yeah, we, we was like so on the nose, but he's very eloquent. I have a lot of time for Andrew Garfield. I think he's brilliant. Actor, I think yeah, I, I've just got to say, like, I, for me, that was the the joy of this movie. I think. But if they didn't do this in this movie, like, let's be real, this movie would be so boring. That's the okay. That, There's no point to this movie. Stop stealing my thoughts. This is exactly what I was going to say. By I'm, the way, I'm we so, don't talk after we've recorded the podcast. We, we have not talked we in don't two talk days about the movie. at all. No, no, we don't talk. I, I, <laughs> we've been uh, living like monks in our house. We have a motto over the podcast, which is like "Save it for the streets." You save it for the streets. Which cause, usually cause, we've because we realized early in this podcast. Even like we usually save we save it from the streets from like the credits to getting outside because you know normally a movie finishes you turn to each other and you say. My God, that was good, wasn't it? And we, we, when we started this podcast, we were doing a bit of that on the way to getting outside, and then we'd hit the recorder, and then you, there's a reluctance to repeat yourself, um, and we realised that we, 
<laughs> used a lot of our good conversation. So we don't, yeah, we have not, this is all fresh, me and Cathy's reaction. Except but that however, we both said, we both turned to each other in the middle of one of those brilliant scenes of the three Spider-Man and we're like, we love this. Like, yeah. we both said that. But that's the thing, right? So, like you just said, if you take out the the banter of the three Spider-Men which I could have just watched another hour if this movie had just been them oh hanging God. out in that lab and like like love fixing it. each other's backs and like when Tobey Maguire says to him you're amazing I love that and I loved when Tobey Maguire was like oh I can shoot web out of my arms and they're like what Yeah. and then so that's like all kind of just left up to the imagination it's so fun now all that stuff is great but you're right you take away that stuff what else is left in that third act I gotta I gotta say nothing a very messy, muddled, and very ugly-looking fight scene. Yeah. I thought the Statue of Liberty was climax like? was really poor. I thought but it was, was in the last movie as well. They were in, like the Washington Monument, and it was like a waste. No, of time. Washington Monument was the first movie. The, la- the last the movie last was a, a much better climax. They were it, it, it ended on um, either Waterloo Bridge or to- no Tower Bridge, I think, in London. And there's drones oh, there, and yeah. honestly, that was a lot clearer and easier to follow. But it's this, almost like in the room, in the writers' room, they're like, "Spider-Man can go up really high. What monuments can we use this?" I gotta movie? say, and Statue of Liberty just feels Lame. a bit like, and also they did that at the end of the very first X-Men twenty years ago. Um, they so, also did it in every other movie just, ever yeah, made in New York. So obvious, but um, but also it was just uh, honestly, there's some really good action scenes in this movie. I thought the. Um, um, Tom Holland, Doctor Octopus, on the um, uh, when when he first encounters him on that bridge, very well done, very clear, easy to understand. Aunt May dying, that Aunt, scene was good. The whole Aunt May dying thing, yeah. from beginning to end, was for me, I think, the standout here. Yeah. From that but moment, it's also like, but she had to die. So again, it's just incredibly predictable and derivative. Yeah, but I like that they twisted it with the Uncle Ben thing. Then they paid it off again when yeah, like the two guys too. talk about their Uncle Ben. So for me, I thought this the emotional payoff in this movie worked really well yeah. uh, and also the um, the end emotional payoff with uh, him Peter Parker not existing I thought was handled really well but just back to that whole middle action sequence from so awesome this moment when you've got Peter Parker spider sense tingling in a room of six villains and that he's looking awesome. around like what? which yeah. one is it I've never seen the spider sense used like that so that was really original and impressive and then that, that moment where he realises it Willem Dafoe um, and and sticks his arms through. so awesome and everything well, from I was like born to play this role now everything on there on out worked really well and was really this this fight he has with the Green Goblin is just really like brutal and like it's like a punching match and they're going through walls and then it ends with that horrible climax um, so I thought that was ex- excellently well done now the reason if you ask me the way that worked is because they benched all the other villains right so Doc, Doc Ock versus Spider-Man Beginning on the bridge, very fine. Then him versus Green Goblin. The end is I liked just when a model. Spider-Man fixed Doctor Octopus. I thought that was lovely. So cool. Yeah. Um, but that, the end was just a model, right? An absolute model, it, yeah. just like the the first Spider-Man three was, which felt very the- like that. They were all on a. Um, it was the same kind of thing. You had Venom, you had the Green Goblin, you had Sandman, you had him on some scaffolding. But isn't it the third it's act just of all every Marvel movie, though? Well, yeah, but I, I, I think they could have done a lot better here. Um, and, and Why was the Sandman completely CGI'd? I've tried Googling it and I still can't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we can't figure it out. It's t- did, it's, I think Thomas Hayden Church is the actor. Did he not? He clearly hadn't come back because he was in sand form for so much of the movie and didn't need to be. Um, and also, um, your man Reese Ifans clearly didn't maybe show up just either like, maybe they're just like how many actress salaries can you pay and it's the middle of a bloody pandemic or they just like, said no like I told you uh, Hugo Weaving said no to coming back as 
uh, as Red Skull in Endgame. Um, anyway, the other thing I'd like to talk about in this movie that I think didn't really work was Doctor Strange. Oh my god, I've been dying to talk about it. Yeah, it makes the actual core magic thing. There was no way Doctor Strange would have done it. Yeah, exactly. It's I found wild. it so annoying. Yeah, it's like, so unconvincing. The, the, the setup for this movie, by the way, which is in the trailer, since which I've since watched, and I'm glad I didn't. Like, there's so much of this movie's in the trailer. Yeah, by the way, when I um, say I watched the trailer before, I paid no attention to it. So <laughs> right, I didn't remember clearly. it. I was like, just like, because you were so adamantly not watching it, I why, thought, oh, I'm going to watch it now. Why would he look at the cost yeah, that was, was on the table here? Oh, I'm sorry, First you and all, your little friends can't get into the school you want. Who gives a fuck? Now, they kind of tried to make a reference to it when at the end of the spell he's like oh maybe I should just call them and he's like what you didn't even call them I thought this was the last resort they would resort. have had a conversation like, about have it. a conversation and if you'd had a conversation to brief him properly he wouldn't have whatever uh, quote unquote ruined your spell by interrupting it but like I'm sorry it's all Doctor Strange's fault but also fault. can I just say if you're going to magic because you want these two people to get into college you make a very tiny spell that just magics the two of them getting into college. <laughs> yes. You don't yes. rip apart just... the universe and make someone not exist anymore. Exactly. Like, I was so profoundly annoyed by all that stuff that I had to park it because I was like, I'm actually enjoying oh. this movie and I cannot question the plot holes. And I, I, I that yeah, it was really stupid. I've got to say, stupid, yeah. for a kickoff to this movie, I feel like they could have figured out a better way for this and, like, to happen. During the spell, it was like, Peter kept saying stuff and then Doctor Strange kept altering it and then he got cross at Peter through and it's like man you're the bloody magician yeah don't just shut this, this shut this thing down I know who's clearly self-centered and wants to go to university the with his whole girlfriend. thing is Doctor Strange's fault yeah. it's not Peter's and fault it, it really and like uh, uh, I'm actually a big fan of like WandaVision and Loki right so I was kind of interested I was coming around to Doctor Strange who I don't like I was kind of interested to come around to his multiverse movie and now I'm like this is what we're dealing with an absolute dumbass protagonist I gotta say like I like the movie Doctor Strange I've watched that again recently and I like all the mystical Dave, stuff when are you watching is this when I go to bed I went through I went through all movie. the phase 2 and 3 stuff again recently <laughs> um, but I gotta say I'm still not loving Benedict no, Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange but he, not, he, not only does his performance not work but the character doesn't work yeah the character the character's I, I just, like, terrible like, it feels like he's trying to do as the that movie felt like it was, tr- it's like second-rate Iron Man. Which I is want to see the character from the Loki series. That's the multiverse character I'm interested in. I'm not what character in, from the Loki? I'm not going to say anymore. Oh, but you I mean am not the interested. thing at the end of Loki? Yeah, I am right, not yeah, interested yeah. in watching Benedict Cumberbatch be in yet another movie and wander around ca- casting poor spells. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're Doctor Strange. You're either the best wizard in the universe or not. This is not interesting to me to watch you bumbling around being a poor magician now, and having no logic when he used to be a doctor. However, right? yeah, he was a so doctor. So, like, yeah. where's the intellect and where's the magic? I mean, yeah, very disappointing. Poor show by Stephen Strange. <laughs> but, however, what I will say is that my actual... I just remembered my actual favourite action scene. There is good action scenes in this movie. Is the one where he and Spider-Man are fighting and then they go into the mirror universe and Peter beats him with geometry that was class and for all of that stuff looked amazing and I thought it was really well done and so isn't it interesting that two out of three of the Spider-Men are actually English uh, yes it is um, I also have to say like it's a marketeer's dream because Zendaya is obviously brilliant she's a huge celebrity and the fact that it's now been made public that those two are actually dating yeah. so you've all the hype around Tom Holland and Zendaya and then you've all the hype around the Spider-Verse coming like this movie I haven't seen box office numbers yet but like I'm presuming it's huge but also I've read a quote from Amy Pascal yesterday the producer who said that she had kind of quietly tried to discourage them from, from getting together a bit 
and she apparently had said the same thing to Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield who got together on the set of Spider-Man did Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire I get together I think they might have been a, th- a bit of a thing yeah so <laughs> it's like look we're going to shoot a movie together 12 months it's the we Spider-Man curse um, and Zendaya has just been in Dune anyway I want to say I really enjoy Zendaya and the other friend character I really like them both uh, Ned yeah, and I, I love that Ned actually has the magic now I really enjoy and, that and I really liked the end of this movie I thought they just um, need to leave it alone now like don't show us another but Spider-Man I, li- I liked um, I liked the way they I, li- I thought it was really emotional that decision he made and I thought it was like the, the, these three films kind of feel like the origin story of his Spider-Man right he loses his his Aunt May is his Uncle Ben he does the great power great responsibility thing he has made sacrifices he's he's now staying out of his friends lives just like Spider-Man yeah, but does he's already to, to been Spider-Man them. for years though like yes but it's kind of like he was just a kid learning to be Spider-Man I love he's what now he said to the guys he's I now love... literally graduated from high school I love and he's when in he a said I've apartment. been in space and they yeah, were like what yeah, yeah. again I just love the little tidbits they were giving each other but um, I just think like my overall disappointment with the movie because the whole movie I was waiting for Miles to show up from Into the Spider-Verse and I kept saying to Dave Miles is going to show up Miles is going to show up and I had this, you thought he was going to show up in animated form I thought he was Bugs which, Bunny which style going to be animated yeah. because Into the Spider-Verse was so creative and cool and had wacky shit like weird Spider-Man well, why not that like, I why thought not, he was why not show bring up? them from Into the Spider-Verse yeah. 2 which is coming out next or year or I'm sure they will or I'm sure they'll ca- cast him with a human. But I just thought it would have been so class to have him show up either as a human or an animated figure. I think it probably think would have broken it. the MCU a little bit, maybe. But, but why, though? You but bring I, in here's the other the one. Thing. Okay, or I've, they could have brought in I've, the, like, Nicolas Cage one. I have a question for you, right? The, and, and I've been doing my research and trying to find an answer for this, and I can find none on the internet. I mean, if you, a Spider-Man and MCU diehard fan, can't find it, I certainly I don't know. I think it doesn't exist. Or I've, there's an explanation, but it has not been given yet. So, the Doctor Strange says in this movie, he says that the spell went wrong and everyone in every universe who knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man is now coming here, right? Yeah, Those are the sticks. No, but then he was like, luckily I've closed up most of the portals. So he got most of them out, yeah. Some of them slipped through and they were t- going to return them and then they stopped everyone else, Maybe right? Maybe he closed the portal to the animated world. Here's the question. Universe. Here's my question to you. Why is Tom Hardy there? Because not only does he not know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, he has never... He doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He doesn't even Spider-Man. know there's a Spider-Man. What do you mean he doesn't know? Tom Hardy is from the movie Venom, in which there is no Spider-Man, as far as we know. Yeah, but we don't know what's been going on in Venom's... There's been another Venom well, movie that we haven't seen. Yeah, here's the, the thing, which I we haven't seen... You and I haven't seen that, yeah. but I just did discover in my research of trying to answer this question so for hours on end. So you're Venom for people who haven't seen it? I will... All right, spoil... No, spoilers for the <laughs> end... For the after end credits of Venom, Let There Be Carnage now. So f- you've got five seconds and I'm going to spoil the after credit, which I didn't give a shit about, but I read what, what happened. Okay, so guys, fast forward like so two minutes. Fast forward like that. a minute and you'll skip it. But at the end of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, the second one, in the after credits, you see, you see Tom Hardy get zapped out of his world and then he's in this world and sees Tom Holland as Peter Parker being unveiled on the screen. So that was apparently a so big moment. So he does moment. know who Peter Parker is. He no, but that's know. after he got taken there by Doctor Strange. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, yeah. So why was he in, brought in by that spell? I don't know, Dave. 
Much like the anyway, internet Anyway Guys You've asked you, me a dead listeners, question Answer this question because please Because they wanted Tom Hardy To show up in the end credits Yeah I know And they're obviously Setting up like Venom Leaves a little bit of spunk behind So this is clearly Going <laughs> to be like I love when the Spider-Man Venom like, in the MCU Where is your wrist The only place That webs come out of <laughs> I found yeah, that, that really funny. funny But come here Look we can talk yeah, about we this movie All day But it's freaking I think, cold I think I just got to say um, I You know I feel like at the beginning Of this we Unfairly compared this to a far superior movie, which I do believe it is, um, and and I think a lot of people might have thought, oh, they, Dave and Kathy didn't really enjoy this. That's not, not true. We had a great, I oh, we had, had a great, great time. time. It's just like, really enjoyed it. There's but the it difference is, between analysing a movie from like how much fun I had in the moment and how I think of it as a film. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 what it's like. I really don't think there's all that much originality here. I think it's just let's get let's do a sort of a. Um, a lap around let's do a greatest greatest hits of Spider-Man bring everyone together let's and it'll be lots of fun let's do greatest hit slash dying breath <laughs> like they can't make another one I mean they will no, they're, at some they're point. doing like there's rumours of a whole other trilogy with Tom oh, Holland but apparently he's out of contract so um, and Tom Holland's a really good actor actually I think he's brilliant I really like him do I think we need to see three more movies of him as Spider-Man? No, give us smiles. Does he want you know to I mean? be in three more movies of Spider-Man? There's even? enough. There's another. There's enough. His career's taken off, right? There's enough going on with the Spider-Verse that like we don't need this to, to see the same actors again playing Spider-Man. Yeah. Like there's enough going on. And actually, give us Gwen. Give us Spidey Gwen or whatever she's called. Um, All right. So yeah, thank you everyone for listening. We've just found out if you listen to us on Spotify, and I think if you Spotify Premium, you can actually start rating and um, podcasts over there. So we'd love if you could give us a rating there. That would be awesome. Um, also or on, on Apple, Apple Podcasts Podcast, yeah. or, or wherever you're listening um, and don't forget you can um, follow us at uh, tw- at The Cinemile on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or email us thecinemile at gmail.com and also if you'd like to support the show we have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Cinemile uh, where we just finished uh, episodic weekly reviews of Succession and we've just done a, a what we've been watching covering Hawkeye on Disney Plus amongst uh, other things and, and just like, like that over 20 movie reviews and like dozens and dozens of TV yeah. reviews over so there loads of stuff there and in the month two of or December three pounds a month. Um, everyone who subscribes to our Patreon in the month of December um, their money 100% of it will go to Care for Calais which is a really wonderful charity that works with refugees in Calais um, so if you subscribe to us in December all your money will go there and you'll get all TV and movie reviews so head over to patreon.com forward slash the cinema okay bye Thanks for listening. Bye. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into 
into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.